0: Take care of her babies when she was out hunting for something to eat. Cunning little things they were. Five of them, all fat and soft, and with such funny little tails. What became of them? Oh, they moved away. They left before I did. As soon as they were old enough, Mother Fieldmouse went. She said she couldn't stand the court fairies. They were always playing tricks on her, stopping up the door of her house with sticks and acorns. "'and making faces at her babies until they almost drove them into fits. "'So after that I left, too. "'Where did you go?' "'Oh, hither and yon, "'mostly where there were little sick boys and girls. "'Do you like little boys?' "'Yes, when they don't cry,' said the counterpane fairy, "'staring at him very hard. "'Well, I was lonely,' said Teddy. "'I wanted my mamma." "'Yes, I know, but you oughtn't to have cried.' "'I came to you, though, because you were lonely and sick, "'and I thought maybe you would like me to show you a story.' "'Do you mean tell me a story?' asked Teddy. "'No,' said the fairy. "'I mean show you a story. "'It's a game I invented after I joined the counterpane fairies. "'Choose any one of the squares of the counterpane, "'and I will show you how to play it. "'That's all you have to do to choose a square.' "'Teddy looked the counterpane over carefully.' I think I'll choose that yellow square, he said, because it looks so nice and bright. Very well, said the counterpane fairy. Look straight at it and don't turn your eyes away until I count seven times seven, and then you shall see the story of it. Teddy fixed his eyes on the square and the fairy began to count. One, two, three, four, she counted. Teddy heard her voice, thin and clear as the hissing of the logs on the hearth. Don't look away from the square, she cried. Five, six, seven. It seemed to Teddy that the yellow silk square was turning to a mist before his eyes and wrapping everything about him in a golden glow. Thirteen, fourteen. The fairy counted on and on. Forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine. At the words forty-nine, the counterpane fairy clapped her hands and Teddy looked about him. He was no longer in a golden mist. He was standing in a wonderful enchanted garden. The sky was like the golden sky at sunset, and the grass was so thickly set with tiny yellow flowers that it looked like a golden carpet. From this garden stretched a long flight of glass steps. They reached up and up and up to a great golden castle with shining domes and turrets. "'Listen,' said the counterpane fairy. "'In that golden castle there lies an enchanted princess. "'For more than a hundred years she's been lying there waiting for the hero who is to come and rescue her. "'And you are the hero who can do it if you will.' "'With that the fairy led him to a little pool close by and bade him look in the water. "'When Teddy looked, he saw himself standing there in the golden garden, "'and he did not appear as he ever had before. "'He was tall and strong and beautiful, like a hero.' "'Yes,' said Teddy, "'I will do it.' At these words from the grass, "'the bushes, and the trees around "'suddenly started a flock of golden birds. "'They circled about and over him, "'clapping their wings and singing triumphantly. "'Their song reminded Teddy of the blackbirds "'that sang on the lawn at home in the early spring "'when the daffodils were up. "'Then in a moment they were all gone, "'and the garden was still again. "'Their song had filled his heart "'with a longing for great deeds.' And without pausing any longer, he ran to the glass steps and began to mount them. Up and up and up he went. Once he turned and waved his hand to the counterpane fairy in the golden garden far below. She waved her hand in answer, and he heard her voice faint and clear Goodbye, goodbye. Be brave and strong. Beware of that that is little and gray. Then Teddy turned his face toward the castle and in a moment he was standing before the great shining gates. He raised his hand and struck bravely upon the door. There was no answer. Again he struck upon it, and his blow rang through the hall inside. Then he opened the door and went in. The hall was five-sided, and all of pure gold as clear and shining as glass. Upon three sides of it were three arched doors. One was of emerald, one was of ruby, and one was of diamond." They were arched and tall and wide, fit for a hero to go through. The question was, behind which one lay the enchanted princess? While Teddy stood there looking at them and wondering, he heard a little thin.